the line. The second half, the ball comes back to Stewart. They float across the line. It comes to Linda. Back inside it comes the lines. He's away from one tackle. Then the ball back to Stewart. They've got an overlap. Stewart's gone straight through. It comes to halfway. Where are the wingers? He's up over halfway. He's looking for Eddie Howard. He's still going, Stewart. He gave it to Maninga. Hello and welcome to the All Things Rugby League podcast. I'm your host, Big Les. Now, today we have the Wolfpack Academy uh, on the page. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How you going? Good, good, good. Um, so, obviously, you run the Wolfpack Academy page. Um, tell us what the Wolfpack Academy does. Yeah, so I uh, finally got around to it. Uh, it's been one of those uh, things I've put on the back burner for a while now. So, uh, I coach rugby league, have for the last uh, eight eight or so years um and i just uh felt the need to put in um to put up a page uh to provide content for young players uh to provide provide them basically coaching um on a page that they can go back to and have a look at and just different content um around positional um plays and things like that for now uh hopefully during um normal more normal times we'll be able to get into some clinics and some more uh sessions around you know, one-on-one sessions and group sessions and things like that. Uh, but uh, for now, just just providing as much content uh, for the young guys, especially to for guys in that development age group from, you know, 13 upwards who have probably stalled their development a little bit in the last two years by, um, you know, the stop-start of competitions. And, you know, they might get 10 rounds into a competition and have to stop again. And uh, training's been, you know, you can't train in groups anymore. So, giving them as much opportunity as possible to learn new skills during this lockdown period and hopefully come out of the lockdown a better player, essentially. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. Good stuff. All right, well, let's get started. We may as well start with the team in first position, the Melbourne Storm. What do you think they do well? Hey, I, they've obviously got so much uh, talent across the park. So uh, one thing, one thing I've been thinking about with Melbourne is uh, and he's he's the best coach in the game, in my opinion, Bellamy. But trying to balance their how they balance their seventeen, uh, it's a good headache to have. But it is also going to be tough for him to balance that. Um, you know, Nico Hines was so good during that time. Pappy was out. Has Pappy come back a player that he was before? I'm not I'm not sold on it yet. Obviously, he's still got what he what he had, but. Um, you know, he might he might burst onto the scene. I think they what they do really well is their defensive system so good that anyone that steps into that side um, can can provide what Bellamy needs and provide what the team needs. And it's been the been the same for a long time that he gives everyone such a simple job and a simple role. And if everyone does their role how they're meant to, uh, they have success off the back of it. And that's why they've been so good for so long. Uh, I don't think we've seen the best of months of this season, which is which is a scary thought uh, leading into the big games. He's, he's a noted big game player and step, has stepped up in Origin and Grand Finals in the past. Um, I think he I think he'll he'll come really good in the finals. Uh, but yeah, I just think all around all around the park, their their pack's good. Uh, if if I could try and pick out a weakness uh, over the last few weeks, is probably their their edge D, uh, even to an extent. Now with Adokara, I'm not sure who's going to come onto that wing uh, during the finals, but with Adokara out, Olam, Olam was even a little bit susceptible around Penasini and Ferguson in that para game. And that that other edge with Remus Smith and either Iremeyer or um, 
or Jennings when he's there, that they can sort of be a bit tentative on that edge. So it's, an, it's probably a, a fix for Bellamy, and if anyone's going to fix it, it'll be him. But I think uh, they're probably the only... The, I wouldn't even call them a weakness because they've been so good throughout the year. But if, if teams are going to get them, it's going to be... Well, para, para set the blueprint by bashing them through the middle first. Um, that was one thing that they did really well. Um, yeah, I, I, just, I just think that uh, Melbourne, they're a well-oiled machine and they're just humming along nicely for the final. Yeah, no, perfect, mate. Um, definitely agree with that. I don't think Pappy has been up to scratch since he's come back from that injury. Um, and Nico Hines was just exceptional um, in that uh, stint that he had at fullback. Uh, moving on to the Penrith Panthers, just some strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, so uh, I think they're humming along really nicely. I think, um, you know, they, they always say you've got to lose one to win one. Losing last year's grand final, um, they're only going to be a you know, a, a step better than they were going into last year's final series. Uh, th- their, strengths re- their strengths rely purely on um, Isaiah Yo and Cleary through the middle, just their combination for their attack. Um, I think Isaiah Yo is one of the most underrated uh, middle forwards in the game. Just the way he gets... He's got, that, he's got so many options around him. And with big bodies like Leota and... Um, Leota and... Uh, sorry, Fisher Harris pushing off him in, in the in those middle shapes, and then he's got uh, Cleary or Luai out the back. I just think he he just he just allows Cleary and Luai to play their natural game and really really get things set on either edge. And um, that's a that's a strong point for them. Their attack, I think their youth is probably both a, a strength and and can be a weakness. But like I said, losing one last year, they're a year older, they're a year more experienced. I think that youth this year and that uh, that enjoyment they have playing for one another that's a that's a strong point um, going into a final series and it's also a strong point being in a hub. I think that, that there's definitely a, a brotherhood there. They look a lot closer as teammates than a lot of teams from what you see in the media. Anyway, I don't know what's like behind closed doors, but I think uh, that brotherhood and things like that, that that'll really bring them together when when the going gets tough. Uh, weaknesses. Uh, I find it hard to find one, really. To, to be honest, they're they're probably my pick at the moment, just just the way, with the way they're humming along nicely. And I think uh, forced rests for um, Toto and and Fisher Harris over the last uh, couple of weeks, they've come back at the right time. They've had a run under their belt, and I think they'll be hard to they'll be hard to handle in the finals, mate. Uh, to be honest, I think they're they're going to be one of the ones to beat. I think I think one of their weaknesses would definitely be the loss of Cleary. If they lose Cleary, then they just they oh, sort yeah. of fall apart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, I think I think if you took if you were to say week one or week two, if they lost Cleary or Yo for mine, uh, they're probably the two that I'd probably say. You know, uh, they're not as they're not. I'm not I'm not as keen on them as I am right now. But um, with all with all. Uh, all hands on deck and all, all soldiers available, mate. I think they're going to be tough to beat. Uh, but yeah, any, any one of those two, I think, uh, is a big dent in their side. I think, say, Appy got injured. I, I thought Mitch Kenny, the way they've been playing, Mitch Kenny provides a very uh, is is fine for for those three, uh, Luai, Yo, and Cleary. I think um, he does a, he does a good enough job, and he defends really well, Mitch Kenny. So he holds that middle together. Um, and he gets the ball to the right men, either Yo, Yo Cleary or um, Lua when they need it. Um, he can do that job. But yeah, Cleary or 
Cleary or Yo, Cleary's kicking game, uh, obviously kicked South out of the game the other week, and that's the blueprint as well. If you're gonna if you're gonna kick really well, um, you, you're gonna be hard to beat, you know. Like, and and he did that the other week. He just gave nightmares to Latrell and and Mansell with those bombs. So, um, yeah, take take them out. Yes, definitely hard to beat. But um, w- while they're all while they're all fresh, I think they're gonna be tough to to run down. Yeah, totally. Well, speaking about South, that's the next team on the ladder. What do you think are yep. South's strengths and weaknesses? Mate, I've got a soft spot for South. Um, and I, I think the loss of Latrell, obviously, it's been in the media all week. It's 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 going to be tough to win without him. But I think it's it's not an it's not an, it's not impossible. And uh, I think, like I was talking about, that blueprint with Para, the way they they got physical in the through the middle against Melbourne. I think that's that's the blueprint for most teams. And I think you'll see the intensity rise once we hit finals. I think there's a few teams that are sort of just putting along, um, waiting for the big games and sort of, you, you don't hold back when you play footy, but you, you just got that little bit in the tank to go an extra, extra step. And I think uh, if they can match that physicality through the middle, um, they probably have to knock off Panthers week one, to be honest, to, to be any chance. And that's going to be probably... Uh, no, very tough game for them, but it, they'd probably to be any chance of going all the way. That'd probably what they need to do. Their strength, their strength now, strength now relies on um, Adam Reynolds kicking really well. Their pack, their pack standing up. I think they can do it, um, but like a lot of people judge them on, they they'd probably say their pack's probably not as as strong as some of the others. So that's probably be their 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 weakness. But if if guys like um, Keon and and Jaden Sewer and that get physical and get uh, you know, get physical up through the middle. That they're, they're going to be hard to be, hard to beat through there. And then you know you've got Bruins like Cody and Benji coming off the bench. That they've got enough points in them. It's just a matter of can they defend? Uh, can they win a game? You know, can they win a game that's an arm wrestle like an eighteen sixteen or a fourteen twelve? Can they win a game like that, um, which they haven't had much practice with this year? Because the only times they've played Melbourne or um, Melbourne or Penrith, it's been a one-way street in either first half or both halves early on. So, yeah, they'll probably struggle without um, Latrell's Bruins at the back, but I still think they're a chance. I think I think they're probably the probably the probably the the fourth best chance, third best chance. Them and Manly outside of uh, the top two. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's that, that's my thoughts on on South. So hopefully, hopefully they go all right against Penrith Week One. Yeah, totally. Who do you think replaces Latrell? Mate, I'd probably roll the dice and, and play um, Blake Taft there, only because I only say that because I just think I, I like Alex Johnson, and yes, you probably if you chuck him back there, you can rely on him. He's, he's a bit more experienced, but I think he's a better winger. And if you move AJ to uh, to fullback, then you've got to bring in another another winger. You've already lost Mansour the other week, so you probably end up with Paulo and either a Tane Milne or a Burns on the wing. Whereas if you can leave uh, Johnson there uh, and bring Taff in, what it can be a strength or a weakness. You know, uh, you bring him in. The unpredictability of a player that has only played a handful of games, teams ha- won't have much homework on him. Um, where if he'd played a full season, it'd be the back end of his tether coming into a final series. It might be a bit tougher for him. So I'd just roll the dice and play him uh, at, fu- at fullback. A lot of people say, "Oh, why well, don't you put Cody Walker there?" But I don't think you you change your 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 best position. He's probably been our our best at five eight all year. 
I probably wouldn't put him there. You know what I mean? So mm. I'd, I'd I'd say Blake Taft, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, what no, do you totally. reckon? Oh, I, if, honestly, I I would sort of bring it. I'd put Cody at fullback, but I'd bring Blake Taft into the five eight role because. Most likely, it's either going to be him or that Ilias guy that will replace um, Reynolds next season. So I'd sort of yeah. bring in Taff, um, just mellow him into the halves, sort of get him used to playing in the halves because at the end of the day, that's where he might, will possibly be playing for South. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, that, that would work. I think this week, it's hard to get a gauge this week because they've rested so many. Um, mm. You've obviously got Taff at fullback. It would be good to see Ilias get a run at half. So they'll have that game to sort of look at it and and, and, uh, and then they'll make their decision, I guess. But they'll, they'll know. Yeah. Uh, the, the staff will know what they're going to do and, and they'll, they'll be planning for it all week. And, and it won't be like, oh, let's throw um, Blakey in at fullback just for this week. He would have been training there all year. Johnson would have been training a bit there. It, like People say, oh, he hasn't played fullback all year. They, they would have been training for all sorts of scenarios and, um, and different, you know, things that would happen throughout the year. So uh, they'll be ready for whatever they have to do. Um, and I think they'll handle it. I think they'll go all right. Yeah, no, totally, totally agree. Uh, next team that that's on the ladder is the Manly Seagulls. And, geez, they're playing some champagne footy at the moment. Mate, they've, they've probably been one of my favourite to watch from a uh, from a coach's point of view. And just, just as a fan point of view, they're, 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 an, exciting, they're an exciting side. They're... A couple of good young back rowers that are that have burst onto the scene this year. I actually um, had Joshy Schuster in like a 14s development squad when I was there. I was a trainer at Parramatta and in a 14s development squad, and I remember seeing him as a 14 year old, and he was doing the chip chases and the the no look passes back then. And I I thought you sort of knew it was going to be something special, and he's kicked on really well, and um, it's good to see. And he's he's been wonderful on the edge there. He can play play six if they have any dramas with foreign um uh Ola Kawatu's killing on the other edge but yeah Tommy Tommy's the key there uh, he's obviously their strength but in saying that they 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 can't rely on him but they you know it's he's one of those players that if he's in your side everyone just lifts an, an extra arm and a leg like grow an extra arm and a leg and just become uh, a better side with him him in the side uh I think their their strength their strength is obviously their back back three are quite uh, quite good. obviously point scorers, but also uh, they're, they're they're solid carriers of the football. So they get out of their own end quite well. Parker and Harper both defend really well, so their edge D uh, seems to hold up pretty well. Uh, and then Tommy's obviously he, if he can carry for 300 meters every week, he's doing something right. So um, I find their back five probably their a strong point and everyone is flying under the radar dce's been doing it for years he's he's having a great season again and and he's a leader and he's got that big play in him he's got that 40 20 or that that long kick on play three or four or that shift early that that they seem to be getting teams with um that yeah they're they're, they're playing really well and uh, i i i want them to go far i think i think they deserve it and i like desi as a coach too i just think he's um he's a footy head and he it, it, it'd be it'd be uh, tuning him nicely to to come into the final finals uh, ready and raring to go. I think. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, Manly. What do you red think? Hot. What do you think with Manly? Sorry, but oh, all good. Um, totally. I think that um, 
I think the Manly are really a top two side, to be honest. I reckon if they play their best footy, um, I, yep. they, I reckon they could definitely beat Penrith, and I reckon they could make the grand final against the Melbourne Storm. I think Melbourne are definitely locked into that grand final spot, but, geez, Manly red-hot contenders for that, I think. Yeah, oh, I, mate, I agree. I, I think they're um, it just showed when they played Melbourne at the start of the year. Uh, I think I was watching 360 not long after, and Ennis and Graham both being coached by Des, they said the same thing. They said they will be looking at it on we did this poorly, but we got this close. We did this not as well as we should have, and we got this close, and we just got to fix those couple of little things. They wouldn't have looked at it as a negative, so. Um, they sort of said that um, both of them said Des, Des just has a way of um, getting you up for the big games, especially when it's a game that you're not meant to win. So if you play in a Melbourne or a or a Panthers in a in a prelim, and and people are writing you off, he finds a way to get you up for it. So uh, they use the example of when they went down to Amy Park and beat them down there. He, he, they used that example. You know, they weren't meant to win, but he, Des just had a had a way of getting them up for it and. And an ambushing sort of Melbourne, you know. So I think they'll they'll be ready for it, and, and I agree there. I've probably still got Melbourne and Penrith as my top two, but like I said, South and the, the top four, I think it's got it, it'll definitely definitely be someone in there, and I'd love to see South or uh, Manly rattle the cages and get to the grand final because I just think it would it would bring an underdog into it. Um, but then again, if it's a grand final rematch, uh, the the script's written. That's 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 good to watch as well. So uh, I'm on the fence really. <laughs> I don't really mind. Yeah. I just can't wait to see some good footy in the next few weeks. Yeah, no, totally. I definitely think that top four is locked in. Let's move on to the bottom four. We've got the Parramatta yep. Eels. What do you think are their strengths and weaknesses? Yeah, so I think that uh, that game against Melbourne, that's that's their strength and they did it well at the start of the year. They run hard, they tackle hard. It's an old, it's a cliche, but it's... Uh, it's 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 what footy's all about. You you go that extra percentage in in your carries, and you go that extra percentage in your um, you know, you run hard, you tackle hard. That's half the battle. Um, and then obviously tactics come into it. But what they did was they just they just um, they seemed to unsettle Melbourne, and probably took them a little bit by surprise. But if you watch Paris earlier games, they were carrying strong and they were earning that offload. And when they were doing that, I found that they played good footy off the back of it where they've now got to a point where, or in the middle of the season when they had that downslide, uh, I found that they were trying to shift the ball sideways a little bit too much before going forward. And um, now that they've just decided, okay, well, we do have, we still got a good pack. Let's roll our sleeves up and go through the middle. They're now starting to make a few in, in, inroads, or at least, at least they were in that game. So my only concern... With that is, I think it was a great win, but my only concern is they've got to do that for four weeks straight to to you know to rattle cages. So mm. I think they'll go. They they have the ability to go deep in the finals, but I don't think they can go all the way. And if they do get there, I think they'll be limping in, similar to uh, the Cowboys the other year when they come from eighth and got there and sort of limped into the grand final. Um, but yeah, I, I just think they can't keep up that intensity. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah. What, do you, what about you? Yeah, no, I, I don't think that um, Eels will be going to the finals. I think, personally, I think that their win against Melbourne, um, it was it was just luck, pure luck. I think, um, I, I just don't see them going that far in the finals. I think, as I said before, I think the top four is basically locked in uh, for the final series. Yeah. I don't, 
I don't see any of the bottom four really um, getting up there, but you never know. Finals football it has that way of surprising you, so yeah. we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, that, six, yeah. Sorry. You go. You go. Sorry, man. No, no, you, you go. Go. I was just saying, yeah, like you said there, like finals footy is a funny, funny game. It can sometimes be a different breed. Um, and can get the best out of a team, whether whether it's you know all four weeks in a row, or whether it's one week or a shock win. I, I can't I can't even um, write anyone off. You know what I mean? Like I'd love to say oh, yeah. that 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 yeah. won't go there, but you just never know with footy and um, and especially finals footy. And uh, there's still some good coaches in there that, that can possibly get their team up um, for an occasion. But well, that we'll have to wait and see. I, could sound like an idiot in a couple of weeks when you know the top four just cruise through into the prelims. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's go to the sixth position spot. We've got the Roosters. Uh, strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah. So I, I think they're just really well coached, and um, their weakness now is their their injury toll. I just think they they've. Mate, you look at their the thirteen they could name of injured players would probably would probably go better in the finals than most of that bottom four. Uh, and then you've still got Teddy there, so he's a strength. Uh he's just all over the all over the all over the park. He he doesn't stop and his his work rate's incredible. His leadership this year's been fantastic. They get um uh Warrior Hargraves back and I think he's a big in coming to coming into the finals. I think he's been outstanding throughout the year just just as a leader and playing through playing through niggles and playing through injuries and and, and just being a leader, he's getting to that age now where he's, you know, he's one of the sole senior players around. Um, I think some of their youth, great to watch, and it'll be really good um, for them this year as a stepping stone probably into next year. I, I think they can probably win week one, and then it'll be very hard for them to win week two. Uh, Joey Manu is a huge loss. That their their youth is is an exciting thing just in going into next year, like. Sam Walker will play finals footy, um, so he'll be able to play finals footy and get a get a taste of it. A couple of the other young blokes will get a taste of it. Like my favourite player at the moment from the Roosters is that Egan Butcher. I think he's a real goer, and I I love watching him um, rip and tear every week. I think he'll grow an arm and a leg. And I think even when obviously they got um, touched up a little bit by South the other night, but um, they didn't take a backward step in in the mongrel department, you know what I mean? Like obviously it turned sour and the, the game turned to a bit of shit there at the end with yeah. the money. Injury and I, I, you know, I sort of stopped watching after that, but early on when it was, you know, toe to toe like through the middle, South scored some good tries, but the, they didn't take a backward step. And, and they're all young blokes. Like a, uh, that um, Marshy, he, he played Ron Massey cup round one for Hills. Like he wasn't even in the bears, um, New South Wales cup team. So he's gone from, Ron Massey Cup round one to to New South Wales Cup to NRL, uh, you know, playing NRL nearly every week for the last couple of weeks. So he's he's um he's had to he's had to progress quite quickly, and it's a credit to Trent Robinson getting those blokes up. So they've all come from New South Wales Cup systems, and they're at the Bears, and and he's and he's got them to move faster than and develop faster than he probably would have loved to. But it's only going to benefit them in the next couple of years. I think it's not going to be a difference. Something that's going to benefit him in the next couple of years. Yeah, no, uh, totally. I think Trent Robinson has such a huge impact on that Rooster side. And, and geez, if they are to go anywhere in this final series, it's uh, Jared and, and Tedesco that need to push them there. I think Jared has such a uh, 
he's just such a strong uh, human and um oh big boy he, yeah no and and he and he just has such a uh, a presence in the side and he just gives his the players around him so much confidence and and so so does Tedesco to be honest he he has that effect on yeah. a lot of players and as I said yeah as, as if if they're to go anywhere in these finals it's those two guys and and Egan Butcher, as you as you said, he he's just a monster. Um, he's got heaps of confidence, and he's yeah, he doesn't take a backwards uh, step. And yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I love him. I, I think he's going well. Yeah, no, it'll be one to watch in. It'll be one to watch in the next couple of years. I think he's he'll 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 keep going on an upward spiral, and and like all of them, like even the uh, Fletcher Baker and a few of the young blokes off the bench, they're probably playing first grade a year sooner than their 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 plan was. Like, well, not their plan, but the club's plan. But, you know, they've got a next man up mentality where, mate, you step into the side, there's no excuse. And not once has, has Robbo ever really come out and said, oh, we're, we're, we're injury prone. We shouldn't win this game. He's always, you know, yeah. front of the media well. And, um, and, and, and he's, he's proud of his players because they're doing such a good job, mm. um, when they have to, you know, so it's, it's been good to watch. And, Hopefully they rattle a few cages in the finals and, and and they'll make it hard for whoever, if they win week one, they'll make it hard for whoever loses that um, first final in the top four. Because whoever, I don't, what's, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure who plays who. So if, if, if it stays how it is now and Melbourne play uh, fourth and South play Penrith, who, who, who do Roosters play if they finish, if they play in that um, sixth versus seventh game? Well, uh, it's it's um it's not actually out or five yet. Five versus eight. Uh, oh, they, they, don't, they don't release who plays who or. No, they haven't released it yet. But um. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Personally, personally, I think that um the Roosters uh could could go far under Trent Robinson. Uh, but um yeah, as you said, they've got so many players out. Um. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it, makes it's it, very, it makes it so much harder. Um, the next team I've got here is the Newcastle Knights, uh, strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Uh, so Newcastle, they've, they've got a good mix of youth and, um, experience. Like Mitchell Pierce is, a, is probably key to them at the moment. Ponga, Ponga obviously is a brilliant talent. I think Pierce, Pierce is a ship and he, he, he's got him over the line in a couple of those tight games throughout the year. And when he's there, when he's working alongside, um, Ponger, I think I think they're just a better team, and um, you know they're, they're strung, starting to string a few games together. Um, those two, which is good to see, and I, I think they'll they'll probably try a few things this weekend and and go into the finals uh, pretty fresh. And I think the uh, a, a big a big loss for them was uh, Saifidi. Is he is he done for the year? You know? Yeah, Daniel's gone for the year. Yeah, yeah so he's a big loss because if you. If you have him and his brother and Clemmer, um, the front row rotation isn't too bad. Where you lose one of them, you bring in a young bloke um, that's got it, that's got to step up and do the job. It's probably it's probably not going to be the same impact as one of those two. Um, I, I think Connor Watson at thirteen is a is a big is a big strength for them, and they're probably they're probably left there. Like I think he had a fair few games missed through injury this year. Uh, I would have loved to see him start at 13 and just play 13 all year and, and play the way a Radley or play the way a, you know, like a Cam Murray style play through the middle um, with his passing game and his running game. But that, that, that'll that start to click even a little bit better with this week and next week. And 
Um, yeah, I, I don't think they'll they'll make a deep run, but they obviously have the ability yeah. to. And and probably, like I said, with the coaches, I think Adam O'Brien's been around um, really good systems for a long time and, and seen really good coaches playing some really big games at Melbourne and um, Roosters. So I think um, he'll be able to provide something for them, um, whether whether that's enough or not, I, I don't know. But I think he'll be able to provide the motivation and, and get them up for the contest. So, yeah, they're one to watch in the finals. They could be a smoky to, to win week one and then um, you know, play, play, in that, play in week two and... Um, Whoever you're playing in week two, what I was trying to say before is whoever you're playing in week two is going to be coming off a brutal contest. You know what I mean? Like Para Penrith, yeah. uh, so Penrith is going to be a is, is going to be a cracker, and then Melbourne and say Manly or Melbourne and um, Para is going to be a great contest as well. So oh. um, yeah. either way, you, you you you're coming out of that game battered and bruised, where the Knights, respectfully, they're going to, probably going to be playing in a game of a little bit lower intensity than, than one of those top four games. So they could be coming into that second week pressure um, and, and, and give it a good shake. So, yeah, well, look, I, yeah. I, I like the Knights and I think they're probably a couple of years away from re- re- doing really good things. Um, yeah, Connor, lost, Connor Watson will be a loss next year when he goes back to the Roosters, but um, they've still got Ponga there. They've still got some really good players there. Um, Jake Clifford and Pierce are starting to combine really well. Braley's coming of age at hooker so they've got the got the got the nucleus of a decent size yeah no totally we're talking finals footy at the moment say the eels versus penrith panthers and they win they've beaten the storm if they beat penrith they have the opportunity to knock down one of the top sides out of the final series which is just a crazy thing to think about because for all the other teams it just makes the competition so much easier yeah well well, well para it, if if they if they somehow knock off Penrith this week, they, they've then beaten uh, they've beaten the team coming first twice, and they've beaten uh, Penrith as well. So they're winning they're winning the games that, that matter and like during the year. They're, they're winning the games that will, are going to matter in the back end of the year. So yeah, you're right. That they, they um it could be could be a very interesting final series and. And yeah, I, I'm not too sure how it'll how it'll all pan out, but I know that first that first uh, first versus fourth and second versus third game uh, is a must watch. Yeah, no, totally. That that's going to be an absolute cracker of a game or games. Um, they'd be absolute crackers. Uh, and moving on to the final eighth spot, we've got the Sharks. Uh, what do you think are their strengths and weaknesses? Yeah, I think um, I've really liked the coming of age of. Uh, uh, Will Kennedy, I think I, I did a post on him on my page. Uh, I, I just think he's real underrated there at the back. He's, he's he's been so good with the footy. Trindle plays really square and straightens everything up for them. I think Moylan, uh, he, he's through injury, he's probably stalled his progression. Like if you watched him early in his career, you probably thought, oh, this bloke's going to be a, a 300 gamer. He's going to play a lot of origin. And he sort of hasn't hasn't hit that mark, and he's getting to that age where it's sort of now or now or never for him. And I think he's playing, he's starting to play some good footy again. Um, and then they've finally thrown uh, Metcalf in there as well. So um, Metcalf's playing some decent footy. I think probably for them, their their pack their pack is sort of 
it's it's hit and miss. It can be it can be really good and aggressive, but again, can they can they keep up the intensity for? They're going to have to do it two three weeks in a row if they're going to go all the way. Um, but yeah, that that week one, by all means, I think they're they're a good chance. Uh, week two, week three, will they be able to continue that um, tempo? Probably not. So um, yeah, they're they're in eighth now, and and then the the other two potentials are the Titans and. Raiders, are they not? Yeah, they, they do have a chance. Raiders and Sharks are on the same points at the moment. So if Sharks do yeah. lose um, this week and the Raiders win, then Raiders will go up to eighth spot and will make their way to the final. So this week is a must win. Um, the Sharks have the Storm. So that's going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that well, is they're, a- they're, rest- they're resting a few, but I doubt, I doubt Bellamy will want to not get the minor premiership they've been that good this year i think he's rested a couple but i think he's still left enough in the tank to to get the job done but he hasn't he hasn't sharks rested pro- much at sharks? all he hasn't oh i thought who did he rest did he munster he um he's rested munster welch uh felice Gafusi, bromwich Ado cars obviously out with the hamstring injury uh bromwich remus smith and tom eisenhoof they've still got pappenhausen jennings olam Nico Hines, Jerome Hughes, Tui Kakamitha, Brandon Smith, Nelson, um, Fanukan, yeah, Harry back, Grant. They, oh. they bring back Nelson and uh, they've brought back Nelson and Dale Fanukan. So, so they've lost a couple, but they've brought back a couple of players that um, you know can fill that middle middle quite well. Um, yeah, I think they've, they've definitely got enough there, and they've been winning games uh, well with with those sorts of team lists this year. So. They they can get the job done, but uh, I think I think uh, Sharks will be they'll be ripping and tearing, throwing everything into this game. Uh, they'll, they'll probably feel like they need to win as well. Um, and then you've got uh, Titans and Raiders. Like if if mathematically they get there, I think Titans Titans have enough strike power. They've just been a bit of, bit disappointing for mine, but they're probably a, a, again a two to three year prospect that. That's when you'll see the the final product from Holbrook and and their side. They've got so much good young talent, uh, and they're just trying to find their, mm. their right style of play. Uh, but like you got strike, you got you got good players, Tino and um, Dave Fafita. I think he's doing the right thing, bringing Fafita off the bench. But then you, you know people argue he's a million dollars and he's only playing sixty minutes. But um, coming on against. Uh, you know, guys that guys that are twenty minutes into footy, it sometimes brings the best out of him. And you've, we've seen so many times he comes off the bench, almost an instant impact or a a, a beast of a try or 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 a carry. But it's him doing enough of it. I think he's been criticised a lot of you know, oh, he only took seven carries or only took nine carries. It's probably fair with the, with the money that they're paying for him. But he'll work that out and he'll he'll, he'll come good in the next couple of years, I'm sure. Um, but I, I like Holbrook as a coach. I think he's he's got he's got what it takes to to get the best out of a young playing group, and they'll they'll come good in the next couple of years. And then the the Raiders, they're probably on the other end of the spectrum where they've got all the experience, they've been there and done that, and a lot of the guys that are still there um, have been in final series before recently. So if they do happen to sneak into eight, um, and and Ricky's been there and done it before, and He'd still be hungry to win another comp, you know. So I don't think he's won one, has he? As a coach, he's been in 
grand finals. Did they win it at Roosters? I can't uh, remember. O two maybe. I don't Did think he win so. the first year? One of his first years? I don't know. But yeah, I, I just yeah, know I that know he, he'd, he'd be hungry to win one. And um, yeah, yeah, he's uh, he, he's 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 got the ability to, to get oh, teamed yeah. up for a big game as well. Ricky, so. Ricky, Ricky's won some grand finals, yeah. He has, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. I, 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 I didn't know if they said he... I watched that Ricky thing, I didn't pay enough attention. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they, he, 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 can get the, he can get the best um, he can get the best out of him in a big game. So, hopefully, they can rattle a few cages. I've liked mm. some of their young blokes over the last couple of years. And I think Rapana's grown in another leg. Um, this year, I think he's been outstanding, um, especially with um, Chan's injury. He, he stepped into fullback and just you know, got more involved. I, you know, he's, he's obviously got that error in him or that that silly pass every now and then or the forced mm. offload. But I think he's been really good for him, and um, that they'll need to be at their absolute best, and they obviously need to win this week and hope the results go their way. Um, but you never know; they've got the Roosters, who it's a winnable game for them, I think. So. Yeah, it's going to be a, a very yeah. good final series, man. And um, thanks for having me on to, to chat about it. I've, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, no worries. Fi- one final question before you go. Um, yeah. The Bulldogs, everyone was upping them in the off-season. They're last on the ladder. If you're Trent Barrett, what are you doing next year with all the recruits that you've got? And, and what are you doing as a coach to get that side to play a bit better? Yeah, obviously, like, it's hard to hard to know what, what happens behind closed doors. I think this year... He probably accepted, and and I think hopefully he's got the support of the board and the support of you know the club that that it that it was going to be a really tough year this year. And um, I think I think just building really really strong foundations early um, in their preseason and and in their meetings and everything needs to be be really really focused in on a on a on a sole purpose and a and a and a goal that, where everyone's going together. I think. That's one thing that the good clubs do well. They're they're all on the same page and they all buy into what's needed and they all know their role um, really well. And he's bringing in some quality. I think uh, that that's that's going to help. I don't think they're going to get any worse than they were this year. I think they're going to be they're going to they're going to be on an upward spiral for the next couple of years. But I don't think they're going to be what a lot of people say. They're going to like everyone's saying, oh, you know, um, Ado Car's coming. They're going to make the top eight. Like. Ado Carl would be great, but he's got to have someone that's going to pass in the footy in, in the right spot or, or put him away for, into space for a try. So um, they, they're going to need a lot more than um, a lot more than that. And it's going to have to be internal and it's going to have to be a couple of the guys that are already there stepping up. I've really liked watching um, Bailey um, beyond the Odo um, step up. I think he keeps, he had a couple of games starting in the halves, I think. Off the bench, nine was his best spot. He always added spark when he come on. And I think uh, that 14 role is probably where he is. But um, yeah, totally. I don't think Jake Av- I don't think Jake Avarillo is a seven. I think he's more of a, a, a center, um, in my opinion, maybe a six. But, um, yeah, I, I just – I don't know. I, I, they've they definitely got some, plus, uh, some upside to them, and I think they'll be all right. And um, they keep – if they're going to keep the right players and, and maybe – See a few see a few players leave in the next couple of years to to really try and build that quality up. Yeah. What about no, you, uh, mate? What What are you thinking, Bulldogs? Uh look, they're getting some massive players. They've got Addo Carr, uh, Dufty, uh, Brett Naden, uh, Tavita Pangai Jr., Paul Vaughan. They've got a heaps of players 
coming in. Paul Vaughan, one of those being a like a great leader for a club. Um, I think yep. if I'm if I'm the Bulldogs, I'm focusing on my main men, uh, Josh Jackson, uh, and get Paul Vaughan when he comes to sort of step up, um, really uh, captain the side well. Uh, I think, yeah, I yeah. think, as you said, it's a sort of a players thing. I think that the players that were already there need to step up and, and show that, um, yeah, that uh, they can play some great footy. And, yeah. yeah. I- you look at their you look at their pack now, right? So just for example, I don't have their team list here with me, but just say Josh Jackson in their pack. Um, and say you've got uh, Renoff Tony, uh, who else have you got? Uh, Napa. Adam Elliott. Well, Napa's actually uh, leaving no the club. Real... Elliott is. Napa, Napa's oh. actually leaving the club uh, at the end of the se- at the end of the season. In terms of now, um, so yeah, I've got their so um, C. Manafani, Hetherington, Waddell, Simpson, Jackson. Uh, Jack Hetherington has had more games out than he's had in, so yeah. he's not really yeah. he's physical, but he's not a leader. Um, Manafano has been there, done that. He's been around a long time. Is he the dominating force that they need in the front row? Probably not. Corey Waddell, still still, still um, learning his craft as an edge back grower. Joe Stimson, still very young. He's been at Melbourne, so that helps. And then Josh Jackson's been there and done everything. But then their, their bench is just young, youthful, um, you know, uh, guys like Topine and Patola and Ogden. So that. Their pack still doesn't have that uh, leader. I don't know if Vaughan is like the, the the verbal leader that they need, like a, yeah. a, a verb, like a, almost like a. You, you sort of want a couple of player player coaches, if you know what I mean, like guys that yeah. are out there saying, Boy, "This is what we need to do at this period of time right now." Like this is how we're going to get out of this. This is how we're going to get into this. Mm. Um, sort of like a you're never going to get one once in a lifetime. But a Cameron Smith, you see when he's talking to players after a try. Or when he when he was playing, everyone yeah. zoned in on what he's saying because he's he's probably saying exactly what Bellamy wants, and even adding a little bit of uh, you know sprinkles on top as well. Like he's got he's, mm. he he knows a, that little bit more of what's happening in that game and the momentum and how we can swing it. So they're probably lacking one of those again. Tavita Pangai Junior probably not the 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 ideal. Tiny, yes, he'll be great, but everyone's carrying on about how good he'll be. He'll be good in the next couple of weeks at Penrith because he's in such a great system and he's got a job to do where um, they're like they're like clockwork oh. with what they do with their footy. You know what I mean? And he's going to yeah. come into what could be described at times watching some of their attacker shit fight at Bulldogs. It's going to be very different, and um, I'm I'm I'm, hope, I'm hopeful for him. I think they'll, they'll they'll definitely improve. They've got. Lots of good young players there, but they're also lo- losing. I'm pretty sure they're losing Meany, like you said, Napa. Um, could be even losing a couple more. So they they're be losing, losing heaps of players, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'll see if I can get it up. Me. Yeah, I'll see if I can get it up. I- I've-, I've got it saved who they're losing. Um, so yeah, they've-, they've Dylan Napa, Will Hopawadi, Lachlan Lewis, Nick Meany. Renoff Atoni, Sione Katoa, Dean Britt, Chris Smith, Drames Romanos, uh, Brad Dietz, Watson Halita, and Kiko Manu. So, a few reserve grades. Does it say where graders, they're all going? It, it just says they're all off contract. Signed? It says they're all off contract okay. and leaving for sure. So, they're leaving the club. 
Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, which is... Well, I yeah. know Will Hoppawati is going to the Super League. Um, uh, other he, than he, that... He's probably a, an experienced loss. Like, he's he's been around a while mm. and he's a, quite... A, but he's quite a, a quiet, quiet sort of guy as well. So, um, like, very humble and, and sort of leads... He'd, he'd lead by example, I think. Um, so, he's probably losing a bit of experience there. Has Dean Britt been injured all year? I don't know. I think he's either either that he or he's been a reserve been. grade. I, I don't know. I don't know what's happened because he must be injured because I, I'd he'd be in he'd be in my seventeen most weeks. It's out of out yeah. of what they've got, you know what I mean. So he must be carrying an yeah. injury. Well, um, if if I was if I was the like Trent Barrett right now, and if I'm looking for that guy to stand up and talk to the players during a game, it's the old bloke Josh Jackson. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, and he probably is trying. Uh, and sometimes what can happen in that sense, whether it's the coach or the captain or the leader, uh, is it's only him. So what will happen mm. is it'll be Josh Jackson, Josh Jackson, Josh Jackson, and eventually it, it falls on deaf ears. So if you watch, like the West, I watched the West Side Store, the, sorry, the West Tigers, Tiger Town. Um, mm. And one thing I noticed, and probably why they're struggling is, all we, all, the only person that really talks throughout it, and it's only starting to you hear a bit of the players, but early on, it's just Maguire after the game, before, like before the game, Maguire, Maguire. There's no real mm. huddle with the players. And I think last the last episode I watched, the, the most recent one they had, um, yeah, when they were getting towed up by Melbourne at halftime, uh, Moses Hembye sort of stepped up and you know had had a bit of a say, but it wasn't. It was only really him, and it was pretty general chat when you're getting beaten by 40 there was no no one else really jumping out of their skin going we've got to turn this around sort of thing so it can mm. sometimes be that it can sometimes be you probably need a group of leaders and a and a, and a group that's and a guy and a few guys that are vocal and and barrett i'm not sure who he's who his assistants and things like that are but he probably needs to surround himself with some some good footy good footy players that are that have passed uh, finished finished now and and are into coaching that can really solidify a team together. Like if you look at um, Roos's staff, they've got uh, he surrounds himself with excellent footballers like uh, Craig Fitzgibbon, uh, Matt King. They've got guys there that are really good um, ex-players, and and Trent Robinson just oversees it all and and guides them in the right direction. Where I think Barrett probably needs to do that now and and surround himself with some really good staff. Um, whether he's done, he might have done it. I'm not sure of staff and staff lists and things like that. But I'd do that, and I'd probably yeah just really have a good chat to probably pick out five guys early in the preseason to say, guys, this is what I need from is um, I need just to lead the way. If you watch that, Ricky Docco, he did it to Fitler when he first came to the Rooster. He went and played golf yeah. with him and sat him down and said, um, Freddie, I, I, I need this from you. I need you to lead everything at training. I need you to be off the field leader, I need you to be, if the boys need to go out for a beer, I need you to take them for a beer, I need you to do this. And he, he needed to buy all in and he did. Yeah. And they, they had such a successful period with Freddie at the Roosters. So that's, um, it's something like that. Like that's probably what they need. And yeah, over the next couple of years, if they can buy a couple of players that, that can provide that, like a Dale Finucane would have been great for them, like a, a leader and someone that mm. has so many non-negotiables that he's learned at Melbourne. Um, yeah, that's probably what they need. But yeah, um, they'll come good eventually, and uh, hopefully for Barrett, because like, you don't want to see him do another couple of years struggling and 
yeah. as a coach, unfortunately, they don't give you any time. It's just you, results are demanded early on. So hopefully you get some. Yeah, no, totally. Well, thanks for hopping on, mate. I had a great chat. Mate, appreciate that. Always good to talk some footy and uh, thanks for having me on, bro. Uh, no worries. I'll catch you later. See you, mate. Thank you.